All right. So it's our 55th episode, right? And we're doing the 55th anniversary of Star Trek. Now, when I say 55, uh, 55th anniversary, like this is when it first started, right? 55 years yeah, ago? First time it aired on television. Oh. Years ago. I mean, we have actually passed the date. It was in September, but... Oh, okay. But, but as as far as years ago, yep, we're in the 55th year. Wow, but year-wise, I mean, this, it'll be hard to do it exactly back in September because we release our stuff on Oh, Monday. it would. It yeah. would, yeah. But hey, that's not the problem. The thing is, and plus, since the, the commemorate the 55 years, they did, uh, what, 5K, four Star Trek movies. Will you mean 4K five Star 4K. Trek? 4K. Okay. Was it 4K? No. What was the newest thing? What's that newest? Oh, I don't know. I, I know 4K is the UHD. You know, Ultra okay. HD. Okay. We're gonna go there. It's H. I'm thinking that's what it is. 4K. Yeah. Is that why you have that USS Enterprise? Is that a plaque back there? It's your... the plaque. It's like the dedication plaques you see on all the bridges <gasps> of the Enterprise. That's awesome. Where did you get that? Is it SC? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is the best place ever. <laughs> but if custom make stuff not, if you're not looking at etsy and you're a fan you're looking in the wrong spot i'd get on etsy it is okay but etsy's <gasps> better so it's probably it might be 3d printed and painted on right because i could see uss enterprise i don't know how these guys did it but it's amazing it looks like it looks like it is a brass plate a but brass it's plate wow yeah yeah the ones that are supposed to look like a brass but they made it out something and they already sent it to you just like that i thought i was gonna have to paint it Oh! Now, as soon as it opened the mail, that's what it looked like. I was like, "Whoa!" Is it is it heavy? Got, it's it's pretty heavy duty. Oh, okay. Then it's not that three D printing material. No, if it's three D printed, three D printed on some heavy materials. It's huh. not. It's it's heavy. It feels like a metal plaque, but it's oh. not metal, as far as I could tell. So it must cost a pretty penny then. Actually, it doesn't. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah, it actually, for what you think it should cost, no, it don't cost anywhere near that amount. Wow. So, are you like, did they make it on the backside for you something to uh, hang yes, it on? Yes, they put hangers on the back. Oh, that's they awesome. They put the hangers on the back, too. I mean, it's dark colored on the back. It just looks just like the front. It's a, I, I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this, <laughs> this is too good to be true, especially for the money. I thought, huh, I'll get it. And if it doesn't look right, I'll uh, paint it and then clean it up myself. Yeah. So yeah. open the package. It's like I can't believe this is exactly like the one I see on the Enterprise. Wow! No, that that, oh, that looks good. It really good even from far away because you have it back yeah. in your bookcase. Well, that's the and that's the way it should be because on the ship you always see it. It's always in the background. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. It's so on first, all the ships. You can't always catch it. Though. So first off, since we talked about Galaxy Quest and the um, what was that the Fanboys movie, right? Yeah. Fanboys. And. Now that I finally seen, this is my first time watching Star Trek: The Motion yes, Picture. The correct one. The correct one. Okay. What do you mean by the correct one? Oh, I'm just saying that we're not talking about J.J. Abrams here. That's oh, what I'm talking okay. About. Okay. Which I mean, I hate on it a lot. I hate on it a lot. I do like I I do like J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, the first one. Oh, okay. I did too. You know, I like the third one. I, I would have liked the second one if they didn't copy right in the middle of the movie and make it real. <laughs> it's like what? But you know what? Once we get to that point, we'll talk about that because I yeah. like to debate with you on that. Yeah, but, everybody likes to debate on that one. <laughs> but the fanboys thing, right? I don't get... If you like Star Trek or Star, vice versa, Star Wars, right? I don't know why you would hate one another because I really enjoy this movie. I, I don't know. That's the funny thing, though. I don't know anybody that does. Like, I had never so watched usually, the TV series. So usually the people to me that don't 
that want to tell you they don't like one or the other. It's usually people that aren't really fans of one or the other either. Oh, they just watch. You'll hear a lot of people go, "Oh, everybody likes Star Trek," and I'm like, "Really?" Because I'm a Star Trek fan, and I don't have any friends that are Star Trek fans. <laughs> but they're like, "Oh yeah, everybody likes Star Trek. I like Star Wars. I'm like everybody likes Star Wars." Everybody does like brain. Star Wars. You don't have to have a brain in your head to like Star Wars. So I was talking to my wife, right? And she was like, I, I told her, which one has a bigger fan base? So she says Star Wars. I'm like, wait, but wait a minute. There's there's a language within Star Trek, right? That people speak. I never heard a language that came from Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know who would have the bigger fan base. I'm going to say, I'm saying, I'm going to say it's going to be easy to say Star Wars has a bigger fan base. You know why? Why? Because anybody like Star Trek is going to like Star Wars. Anybody like Star Trek is going to like Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. And the people with like Star Wars don't always like Star Trek. Oh, yeah. I was going to say like, yeah, people who like people Star Wars don't like, like Star Trek. Because most people that say they like Star Wars are not even really hardcore fans, you know? Not hardcore fans. And so when they watch Star Trek, they don't, they don't have the mental capacity <laughs> to get Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> I, I you guess know? you're right, cause uh, well, I like I like how this whole movie was, right? It wasn't boring to me at all, cause I was intrigued, because like, hey, I would like to know what the hell is causing all this, you know, ruckus. See, that's, that, that, that's the thing. awesome thing, cause like I told you, I told you, you you probably weren't gonna like it. Uh, yeah, you told me that, and I was like, I was waiting is, for that. I always, part. I always never liked it. I always thought it was long, but this 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 time, these two times I watched it, this time, yeah, I thought. Where was I? Did I watch the I have no movie? idea. And uh, like, I was waiting for the special effects to suck, right? And it's well, like I'm also wondering if it's if they we're watching an edited version because me and you probably are watching the newest version, like the um oh like you mean I know the, the there remaster? was a direct there was a director's cut and a lot of the effects they added a lot of more effects and it was longer because I always remember the movie being way well, feeling like it's way long. It's always been over two hours, but I, I think, think it's two hours and something I think, minutes. I think we got the cleaned up restored version because everything looks better except there's a few camera pictures where there's some blur on the camera yeah oh you know what i watched it from amazon prime so oh no, no wait did i yes i did no i, mean, I, know I watched it on hulu they had it available okay. on hulu well i know i watched the newest version they they put out well how did you watch that I still, maybe that's oh, I the difference a, I, oh i bought mine on apple it's oh the that's, re- you got it's, it apple it's the newest release i got the newest release I wonder they what got release the four, that would be. Yeah, I got the 4K release, but I don't have 4K. 4K release. That's what this whole thing's about, 4K release. So I'm seeing it on here, 1979. This is weighted G. Yes. <laughs> so when I was watching this, I was telling oh. my wife, like, this is weighted G, you know. But you got to remember that PG-13 didn't exist. And oh, PG-13 didn't do was, exist, okay. And if you just did a little bit, a little bit more violence, all of a sudden it's rated R. Oh, remember they were really strict in the seventies, right? And this is like the end of uh, this so, is, I mean, it came it out sounds, at the end of nineteen seventy nine. Funny when you say G, but it's yeah. like either put it a G or nobody can see it. Yeah, these that's the thing I was thinking like because I think sci fi as a genre was not that the biggest thing back in the seventies, right? Oh, so they want to oh, make this, it G, well, so this, that's why it's more general is, yeah, audience. Because the next movie we're going to talk about, that's when the sci fi just started hitting everything. Yes. Exactly. Sci-fi is actually, I guess you could say sci-fi at the movie theaters is coming alive again. I mean, there was some sci-fi way back in the 50s and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, till Star Wars popped back out, they're like, oh, now Star Wars come out. They're like, hey, you oh, can make a profit. You're right. I was reading um the Wikipedia, right? It was because Star Wars and this one other movie, 
it, it brought it back because I was reading the histories of it, right? It's because I, I don't know anything Star Trek. So all I know is that like, okay, they canceled Star Trek or the, the series stopped running after 1969. Yeah, canceled right? after three three seasons. So, so after 69 and then like it was been, you know, developing for the next 10 years, right? For just this yeah. Star Trek Well, movie. people have been watching it in syndication. That's, that's oh, how everybody okay. became fans. Syndication. Everybody syndication. Was- so it's because of Star Wars and this movie called Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Is that's what convinced eh. Paramount that oh let's do a sci-fi sci-fi movie? Well, the problem is they're also going to turn Star Trek into a TV show. Yeah, I saw that too. Called Phase they're Two. They're going to do Phase Two, and then yeah. they automatically was like, "Hey, let's just do a movie." Well, I'm so glad they did. So whatever I watch on Hulu, right? The special effects do look very good. I don't know if they added the uh, space walking the special- thing. The special effects were pretty good for its time. Oh, it was really good at this time. And and they, I think the video, I think they cleaned it up quite a bit. And I think they've edited it a little bit better. Hmm. I so, mean, I could be wrong. I have an older version, and I don't remember the older version. I have it on just regular disc. Oh, okay. DVD disc. I don't remember it looking like this. <laughs> really? So is yeah, it like the know. Star Wars thing where like, hey, the Star Trek had no, a cleaned up version? They, I don't think they did. They thought about it, but they, I don't think they cleaned it up. Original series they have cleaned up. If you watch the original series now, all the ships are computerized and stuff. So it lo- they cleaned it up a little bit. Oh, so they're trying to yeah. Because if you ever watch the, the original version. original series or the new cleaner up, you're like, well, man, wish they had a little more money. So, so I mean, they didn't change that much. I, I mean, you still they see there's plywood sets and stuff, but well, yeah, I could tell that, but like, I like how um you said it was you didn't you never really like um remember like you liked it as much, right? But when you rewatch yeah. like the release of 4K it, edition is better. It was never one I would have recommended anybody. Let's put it that way. Huh? But let me put it this way: if you like this one, Star Trek Two is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's why that's you've been telling me that too. I know. Yeah, Star Trek Two. That's the thing. That's why Star Trek Two was so good because <laughs> compared to this. No, this movie was just really long. Even the actors didn't really like this movie. Really? William Shatner, while he was sitting there watching it at the theater, his thoughts were, this is the end of Star Trek. Oh, like, and they just because, came back. Because he, he felt it was too long. That's, he's, he didn't really have a problem with it. He thought the special effects were good. The idea was awesome, good. And they worked really hard at it. But he was sitting there thinking, man, this is so slow that people are just going to give up. Well, I, I guess I, I had to watch the original him, version. But again, the funny see. thing is they, somebody told him what he said. I like it because they said, you said that you thought Star Trek was dead at the day. He goes, yeah, but that also shows you, what do I know? <laughs> is that what he <laughs> said? said but yeah, that's what he said. He goes, it just goes to show you that, what do I know about things? <laughs> I'm just an actor. <laughs> yeah, it's Captain Kirk. I mean, that's the thing, which is funny. Plus, well, that's really say, true because, like, you know, the Nimoy fans are looking thought, for something different. Well, Nimoy, when he left the showing of it, he didn't think it was going to be that good either. Really? Even though he thought it was a pretty good crafted movie, he thought it was going to be slow. But the problem is the move the movie's a thinking person's movie. Yes. Because did you did you feel kind of like when you finally figured out who, what the, the, the alien presence was when you found out what the alien was? Yes. Did you, how do you feel after you figured out what it was? Because you, you find the name. Because all right, because there's this big giant cloud coming to space. You see the Klingons go to attack it. Yes. They so, get, yeah. They they get the beat down. The Klingons get the beat down. And this thing's headed, and they realize this is headed towards Earth. It takes out a huge uh, Starfleet array, a yep. massive Starfleet array, uh, communications and satellite array, and then it comes up to Earth. And Enterprise is actually being refitted from its last five year mission yeah this is actually going to starfleet is 
the Enterprise is actually showing the changes the Starfleet's going to make. Because anybody saw the original series, the Nasals had the red, uh, what do you call it, bison, whatever. I forgot the deals. In, they take in space stuff. Okay, space stuff. I know. Yes. I should. I should. I had norm. Used to normally could tell you what it was. Basically, they pull all antimatter and all that stuff for the matter out of the space to go into the injectors and stuff. But yeah. We're not gonna do the. We're not gonna go real technical on this. Okay. But basically, this is the design of Starfleet going forward. Yeah. And they've been working on the new Enterprise for it's the actually the old Enterprise been refit. They actually almost made the ship bigger. Change the engine rooms, everything. Well, yeah, that's what that new captain, before he was demoted to commander, right? I was trying to yes. tell him, like, this is, like, a whole bunch of stuff has been ship. changed. Yeah. yeah, Scotty's been working on the ship for 18 months. Yes. Of course, Captain Kirk is not a captain anymore. He was promoted he's to Admiral, Admiral. Kirk. And he was the head of Starfleet operations for two and a half years. Yes. Of course, Captain, well, he's not a captain yet. Commander Spock, eventually be a captain by the Star Trek too. Oh. He, he was, like... He's been around humans a lot. He's a Vulcan. Well, he's actually half human. Oh, is that what that beginning scene was with the yeah. uh, ceremony he, thing? He's purging. And the Vulcans have no feelings, okay? Yeah, I remember that. Which is actually neat because a lot of people always compare Data to Spock. But in a way, there's difference because Spock is half human and he has some emotions. Actually, all Vulcans have emotions, but they they They, they compress them. it, yeah. Yeah, or they or they do the culinaire. And get so rid that's of their all culture, their right? Like their yeah, culture. Yeah, this is their like culture too, because... Yeah. Because Vulcans are actually very violent. Oh. No, they they destroyed their almost destroyed their planet with nuclear wars. They've been fighting. They decided they're so, so they, smart, they're so strong and powerful that if they can just get rid of emotions and only see logic. I love that. It's just like when somebody calls you a name, hey Boho, you're like, yeah, and then illogical. you can be violent, yeah. And it's it's illogical to even get mad because you're not a Boho, and that yes. guy is basically just trying to get you to fight him anyways. And if you don't, then he lost. Boom. Oh, that's, that's a secret. I mean, that's, so that's what they it. thought back in the sixties when they created kinda, these actually, characters. Yeah, it kind of yeah, it kind of does work if you think. It about does it, work. I love this Cause, I mean, genius. Because think about it: when somebody talks about you or, or confronts you, and all they want is an emotional what reaction. What they want, from yeah. You. If you don't give an emotional reaction, then what good is it? You're no more than a car. Now the other side looks dumb. Yeah, yeah, they look dumber than dirt, especially if somebody's watching. Yeah. So that's just this that logic, and he goes back because he's been around humans a lot. So he wants to get rid of all his emotions, and he basically wants to bury his human side. Because oh, he's, he's ashamed actually ashamed. Of it. Yes, he's kind of ashamed of it. He doesn't like all the displays. We get to see that. Remember when he shows up at Enterprise, gets up there, and everybody's all happy and stuff. And he's yes. just got that look on it. It's like, what are you making a fuss over? I'm here to see the aliens deal and do my job. That's it. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it though when Captain Kurt rubs it in. He goes. Nice to have you. On yeah, front. and uh, that lady was really happy. How do you oh, say? Uhura. 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 Well, she she's more of a she's more of emotions person. Mm. And the funny thing I, I noticed when you're reading this, a lot of the actors the acting it said they didn't get to develop their characters or get to be their characters. To me, when I'm watching it, I'm like, every one of them. I think it's because of actors, you know, you really want to do a good job, so you you kind of yeah, you stand out. Work. Yeah, you critique your work too much. You know, that's oh, what yeah. they, I feel they did because to me, they grade themselves. There, yeah. Some of them to get a lot of rows. I mean, Aurora was all the rows are small. But if you go back and watch original Star Trek, I mean, it's funny. I grew up watching the movies first and then I watched stuff. I always thought all the rows were huge because to me, Sulu did all kinds of awesome things. Chekhov was like, did this stuff. And Uhura did like fought and all this. When you watch the original series, they almost all have small rows. 
Really? So basically, it's like you built by watching just a little bit of them doing stuff. You built this whole giant world for them. Well, no, no, that's very cool. But basically, that's the thing. And of course, they go out to see Vijir. <laughs> Vijir, yes. That's the thing. And isn't it funny? Because eventually, at the very end of the movie, we, we figure out who Vijir is. Yes. Vijir. And you, yes. don't you feel like you should have known? But... I feel like I should have known, but like, you know, at the moment when I heard it, right, I thought it was just some kind of new alien name. I was like, because exactly. I watched the movie with subtitles. Like, even like, it says V, Prosovy, G E R. I'm like, maybe that's how they say their language. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's some no. kind of superior being, and, then, and they're trying at, to find out what it is. Of, yeah, and at the end, we figured out it's Voyager. Well, it's Voyager 6. So, when they when I find that out, right, when they first show you that thing, I'm like, man, this better not be a spaceship that we sent hundreds of years ago in the past. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, if it evolved, right, that's kind of awesome because, like, we this is like if I, if I build this mouse, right, and then it suddenly learn intelligence and it's trying to come back to find me to, like, hey, what the heck is up, man? It's yeah, like that. Throw me away. Yeah, exactly. It's like that joke, like that snail. Like you know, it causes way, and they're like, "Hey, what the f is up? Why did you kick me?" <laughs> it's exact. <laughs> how they? It's like a long two hour of that joke. Yeah, it is. That's all it is. Because at the end, we figured out it's Voyager Six, which actually never exists. Yes. No. Or, okay. Yeah. Let's put it this way: it doesn't Fictional. exist yet. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a Voyager One and a Voyager Two, and they're actually the only man-made objects that have left our solar system so far. Oh. Which is amazing. But I like the AI, um, it, it stayed intact, right? And then it does what a robot's supposed to. Well, yeah. Well, basically, the satellite was sent out, and they said it, they didn't, that Decker actually says it supposedly fell out what we at this time believe were black holes. Yes. We do know that you can't send something through a black hole now. Yeah. But it must have fell through a wormhole or something, and it landed up at a, like a, a machine planet. And the machines found out its purpose and decided to help it finish this, perp- this job. So they repaired it and stuff and gave it uh, intelligence. Hmm. And then they said it, they built a spaceship for it and sent it on its way back to Earth to tell the whoever built it everything they saw. Huh. So that's why at the end, the whole point of this V'ger thing is to come to Earth, find its creator. Find its creator, yes. And, and it wants to merge with it. Yes. That was Which the weird like, thing too. That's like that'd be like us trying to go. Hey, uh, actually, I did find, like let's that. Let's fly all the way through space. Let's go find God and let's uh, hook up. <laughs> let's 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 merge together like Dragon yeah. Ball. <laughs> exactly. But there, the funny thing is, there was actually an original series Star Trek show just like similar to this. To this story or this, the movie? Yeah, I can't remember what. Oh, to this movie. Oh. But the Enterprise comes across a space probe called Nomad. I can't remember the name of the episode. They come across a space probe called Nomad, and it was repaired. It ran into another alien probe yeah. and merged together and became intelligent. And of course, oh. it tries to destroy the Enterprise. And it also thought everybody on the Enterprise was an infestation. Oh, really? Like that, remember, that, like yeah, that girl in this movie? Yeah, because she keeps calling us the carbon units, and uh, yeah. they're all infestating the Enterprise and the Earth. So she's yeah, so when she said that, right? And I'm thinking, like, did people understand what she meant at that time in that year? Like, there's got to be a smaller people like, what is she calling us carbon-based forms? Yeah, but remember the character? There is yeah. a character. Remember the security guy <laughs> in the back? He goes, what do you mean by carbon? Of course, Spock yeah. looks at him and goes, yeah, it means she's talking you. About us. Yeah, he was talking about us. <laughs> yeah. That's, what, that's uh, what she's saying right now. No, yeah, it was Dr. McCoy said it. Yeah. She's talking about us. So why does um, Kirk call McCoy Bones? Because he's a medical doctor. What is that? I don't understand that. Like, 
because he's a medical doctor. You know, studies your bones and stuff. Oh, that's it? It's a nickname. Oh, okay. You know, that's he's the doctor. So, I mean, doctors used to be called bones and stuff. Oh, really? I had no idea. I mean, that's not something I'm familiar But, I mean, if you call somebody bones, you know, they're talking about a doctor. Oh, I didn't I know, know that. It, and maybe there's something else to it that I never miss. I miss, but I always figured because it was a doctor, not because oh. he was skinny. I was wondering, like, where did that nickname come from? Because in know. the J.J. Abrams makes... one, he called him Bones, and I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, we didn't see that. I wonder why they J.J. Abrams should have focused on that, because he had the chance to do it. But then, if I watch this one, right? Like, I never watched the TV series. Then I watch this one, yeah, I'm still thinking that, the same thing. I don't know that they ever said it in TV series. I assumed because he was a doctor. I mean, it never bothered oh. me. Yeah, I, I, Cause, you know, know, cause I didn't know that. Gym. Yeah, but yeah, I gotta look that playing. up later. Yeah, maybe there is. Maybe there is a, a reason he did, but I don't remember because it seems like Star Trek just kind of started with him calling him Bones. Bones, it's like oh, yeah. Fr- it's like they were always friends to begin yes. with. Well, that's what that but term is for, right? Because you know, if I call you like a nickname, like because I'm so familiar yeah. with you, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you know they don't they don't call anybody else nicknames. Yeah, it's kind of like Howard from Big Bang Miss- Theory, Foot Loops. Yeah. Footloops. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a nickname he wants. <laughs> For loops. And because you told me, I didn't even know because me and uh, Heather watching the Big Bang Theory while we get ready for bed and stuff, right? And I told her that mask guy, he's a real astronaut. I didn't know that because you told me. Oh, yeah. 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 And after yeah. you told me that, I'm like, oh, his acting's not that good because he's not an actor. <laughs> yeah, he's not an actor. Yeah, he yeah, does it, the I stuff. Mean, Sometimes you gotta get an astronaut to act in your stuff. So I like that they use a real life astronaut. They used a real life astronaut on Star Trek Generation. <gasps> oh. Well, not for, but they had an episode. You know, when when these people were talking to Jordi LaForge, it was uh, I forgot what her name was, but she was an astronaut. And was on space show. Huh. You know, what I really like I enjoy about this movie that um, <clears throat> I compared this with the Batman nineteen sixty six, right? Because in nineteen sixty six, Batman. They can make all kinds of whatever science thing they want. It doesn't have to make yeah. any sense, right? Yeah. On this one, I didn't find any of that. Yeah, this one had to kind of... This was supposed to be like... That's the problem with Star Trek. Star Trek, you might find some stuff wrong with the sciences, but that's because time has proved it wrong. Yeah, time has proved it. At that time, they it still actually, made time. They actually try I mean, to stay up. Yeah, they try to stay up. This this is not a, oh, off the top of our, our, our made-up science. Mm-hmm. The most made-up science you'll see in Star Trek is probably the transporter. Transporter, huh? Yeah, the transporter. Oh, the transporter. The tra- yeah. Far, yeah, as far as we're concerned, transporter <laughs> can still work because so people can't prove it doesn't. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, exactly. That's the theory is that it works. Yeah, yes. and then, oh yeah, and also I guess we say warp drive. Yes. Starship. People, some people are saying no. Some people are saying yes. Oh, I don't know. I I, I agree. It works like the by the definition, right? They just actually destroy yeah. you and well, we create you in yeah. another space. And of course, warp drive is a as annihilation of antimatter and matter. You got to influx. Yeah. You know the machine where Scotty's standing. That thing's going down. I mean, you got anti, you got anti, you got antimatter coming out of one deal. Matter coming to deal. They're using the magnetism to hold it in place. It's the lithium crystals. Boom, goes hey, to the nasals, warp The space. only time that has been proven wrong, right, is in Spaceballs, okay? Remember that part in Spaceballs where they transform Mel Brooks and he put his butt they in the front? Gi- they use a giant comb to comb the <laughs> desert, okay? Don't, don't go Spaceballs. Don't I go. love that. We ain't find shit. <laughs> Why is that movie so great? You know, the funny thing is about Spaceballs is Fanboys almost look more like Spaceballs than it did Star Wars. 
Yeah. I guess. Yeah, because they had that fan with the button in the center. <laughs> it was like the Winnebago, man. <laughs> yes, the Winnebago is awesome. <laughs> Winnebago is awesome. Comb the desert. Comb the desert. <laughs> yeah, comb the desert. What else? Oh, uh, <laughs> that girl, right? Uh, the girl that got probed. I like that. How I like yeah. that they they mentioned that she was probed a lot. Did she really shave her head? Yes, she did. Oh, she it looks really, really clean cut. I don't think she wanted to either. Oh, really? She was afraid oh. it wouldn't grow back. Yeah. Oh no, she was really pretty, even with her shaved head. Oh yeah, she was, yeah. And she's and she's supposed to be. That's the thing about her. Her species is supposed to be like put so more so many pheromones out mm-hmm. that people just can't contain themselves around. Oh, that's what happened with that commander. Yeah, everybody. So no, well, Ever, everybody. That's why when she walks on the bridge, everybody's smiling. Yeah, because like you know, she was also wearing that I don't know some kind of nightgown or robe that makes her like yeah really short. You know, robe from her people. Yeah. Oh. You gotta spit. You gotta respect other alien races. I mean, that's what it's all about. Because when she was on screen, right, I was like looking at the whole time, like they got to make her shave her head, right? Because back then with the oh, bowl yeah. cap thing, like it didn't work that well. Yeah, no, she shaved. She shaved her head. She, wow. She's hard, she went hardcore for that role. She was like Nebula, uh, Karen Gillian. Oh yeah, yes. It's like, I mean, come on, stars nowadays. That they, you want to roll, you better do something for I that. I wonder if they asked for extra money just to shave her head. I don't think so. She actually signed up for the TV show, and then they told her ahead of time, you might have to shave your head. Oh. She was like, okay. So I got to point this out, right? Like, every time you talk about Star Trek, Star Wars, and things like that, I love that no one ever, like, said, like, what's he doing? Why is this guy not speaking English? (laughs) Like, that's my thing with nerds and sci-fi. No one ever bothered with, like, Hey, he don't speak English. I don't understand you. I hate this guy. I don't want to w- work with this alien because he's blue with green polka dots. <laughs> I had <laughs> well, never heard anything Wars. like that from anything I watched, like Star Trek, Star Wars. There's no... Yeah. Do you still call it racial hate? Or what? what is that term if they have that kind of discrimination? I don't know what it would be. But it, it'd be... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they've, they've touched on it in Star Trek before. Oh, they did? But in Enterprise. Oh, okay. Yeah, because... You've seen all of it. It's not a big deal. I mean, I guess they've t- touched on the race deal, but like uh, O'Brien, Chief O'Brien, on used to be on the Enterprise. And he's on uh, Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. He kind of had like a a hate thing against Kardashian, Kardashians. Huh. And Ayler, but he went to war with them, and he saw how brutal they were. Oh, okay. So and it's he, not like he but, never but, had experience. But it's with not them. like he hates them. He hates like he told one of them. They're like, "Hey, why you hate me?" He's like, "I don't really hate you. I hate myself for hating." You. Oh, interesting. Because I hate myself for what I saw, you know, all the all the war. But nothing straight up where, like, you know, I, I never met this speech. I never met a Klingon, right? But in my mind, I already hate them just because of stories <laughs> I heard. But not, they have nothing like that in Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, I mean, there was one where, like, Captain Kirk hates Klingons. Oh, really? But we haven't got... He doesn't at this point in time. Oh, we because he hasn't met... why. Oh, okay. We see why. Oh, he's met him. The Klingons hate him. He's okay with it. <laughs> You know, because he's Captain Kirk. You know, the Kling. Because every Klingon wants to kill Captain Kirk. It's, oh. Because he's like, like okay, at this time, Captain Kirk is like he was the youngest captain in Starfleet. Okay. He is just like, he's like a Superman. Oh. Everybody knows who Captain Kirk is. He's a legend. Everybody knows who Spock is, McCoy, Sulu, Uhura, all those, all those people right there. That's bridge crew are, are legends among oh, Starfleet. Oh, really? Because if you watch the original series, so many people. People been killed. I mean, space is a deadly place in, Star- yes. in the Star Trek world. Very, I would yeah, agree. I mean, people in red shirts get 
killed all the time. But you see other, but you see other ships always get get destroyed or people their crews getting having a mishap. And yeah, Captain Kirk's crew just happens to. Let's just put it this way: if you're on the Enterprise, you're lucky. Oh, okay. Well, if you're on the Enterprise in Kirk's time and Picard's time, you're lucky. The other Enterprises didn't fare too well either. Yeah, because you know, but they were very heroic. They're no Chuck Norris. Because that's why the ship keeps changing, keeps the same number. Oh, because okay. you know you got the Enterprise and then you got the Enterprise A, the Enterprise B, but most other ships change the numbers. Really? They didn't do anything significant. I got, I got to start watching more of these Star Trek movies because they're all on Hulu right now, which is yeah, great. Yeah, get on. We, we got to get on to the next one. Yeah, we got to get on. Because the next, the next two, three, and four is a trilogy. Oh, well, just these two, three, and four. Oh, because they tie yeah. into each other. Yeah, they all tell one story, self-contained story. So, like, like Wrath of Khan doesn't really, like, it's not like a direct sequel, it's just a second one, in yeah, a way. Sec- yeah, it's the second. It's just a second movie, it's another time, it's almost ten years later. So wow. Uh, maybe I'm jumping too far, but... Yeah, I well, think it's I think it's actually seven years later. It's seven years later in the timeline. Okay, because my sister told me like you could we, like I never seen the TV show right, and you told me the sixty nine cans and then seventy nine is the movie. She so told me that like oh, you could tell a lot of people are older, right? Yes, I can, even though I never seen the TV show. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I and can. Like, one's, and this one's only supposed to take. The sad thing is, this movie's only supposed to take a uh, place two uh, two and a half years after after the, the last 69. show. Yeah, because they. For some reason, they had the idea that they didn't want them to age, even though there was ten years between the two shows. Yes, yeah, so because like, but after, but once two came along, they're like, "Why are we doing this? Why don't we just have them older? It's it's not a big deal." So the so, so the when the movies came out, right, like Star Trek motion picture and two, three, four, between those, they never had a TV show then, right? It was just no, everything before. No TV show. It's not until uh, maybe Star Trek Five, uh, the Next Generation comes out. Oh, okay. Wait, so how, which ones of these are the original series? How many of these movies are the original series? there's six original series movies. Oh, six original series movies. And then the seventh movie is The Next Generation with, uh, they'll have Captain Kirk and a few of the other crew will pop up. Oh, okay. But how they do it is excellent, in a way. Okay. Okay, it's because like, um, like, it's not like, oh, all these people just showed up in the future. They don't. Oh. But they basically cut it and hand it off. Oh, okay, good. Because like I, I want to prove these uh, couple of theories that I seen like because I never seen Star Trek right. The one is that you told me all the even number movies are good for Star Trek, so yeah, I want to sh- look into that. Even numbers are more popular than odd. Okay, so I want to look into that. And I, my theory, I want to tell you my theory on this. yeah. Because when Star Trek was first made, they made a tr- uh, what do you call it? What right. do you? What's the first episode that you made? a pilot? They made the pilot for Star Trek. Oh, okay. And it had Jeffrey Hunter as Captain Christopher Pike. Oh, okay. We all know who Pike is now. But yes. You got to think when people started watching Star Trek, they didn't know who Christopher Pike was. Mm. And the TV show was called The Cage, which one of the actresses in this movie, in The Cage, when they made The Cage, actually shows up in The Lost Starfighter. Really? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, The Cage was and it was a, it was a pilot. It had Spock Spock on it too. Okay. Then everybody Spock. Uh, was it or Major Ronberry or her name was something else then she played the first officer okay well she's actually in this first the motion picture she plays Nurse Chapel oh okay remember Nurse Chapel it's on that yeah that's uh, Gene Ronberry's wife by the way really and also she does all the computer voices on all the starships in the Federation oh that's pretty cool 
she passed away now, but she's put enough recordings of her voice that she will always be the voice of the this Federation. No way. That's amazing. That's, That's so pretty awesome. amazing. But she's played, but she was in the cage. She's also in Star Trek as Nurse Chapel. She makes it to the next generation. Yeah. She is uh, Deanna Troy's mother. Wow. So she's played in all the Star Treks. She is like the first lady of Star Trek. Wow. But that is anyhow, pretty cool. So she's there, and then they had some other characters. I, I think they had some other characters. Basically, though, they showed it to NBC. NBC's like, I don't really like this pilot. I don't really like the show. Okay. But we're going to give you another chance. We'd like you to remake it and show it and give you – they gave them another chance, which is weird, for a pilot. Yeah. Because if you don't like the pilot, they cancel it. That's the no-show. So they, they went and got another – they got Captain Kirk, you know, William Shatner – and they brought Leonard Nimoy because they really liked his character so much. Mm -hmm. And then changed the rest of the crew. So he was still a Vulcan in the original? Yeah. It was, okay. it's just, no, he's the same character from the cage to the oh, deal. Oh, okay. I mean, of course, Spock has evolved because he did smile in some of the first episodes. They don't smile. Vulcans don't smile at all. No. Yeah, I can tell. Because his face was always like dead. Like... I mean, Star Trek was still learning. But the problem, the neat thing is they gave him a second, they gave him a second, second chance. chance. So... That's why my theory is why the even numbers are always good because Star Trek got picked up on an even number pilot. Oh, I like that. Uh, that's kind of weird, man. That is weird. So I'm going to watch for that. The other thing is when Big Bang Theory, when uh, I was trying to look that clip on YouTube, right? Like Sheldon and Raj is arguing yeah. which one is better, one or five. Yeah, when they're fighting over one or five, which is always funny <laughs> to me because I always thought it was, I always thought Sheldon would be more for five. And, see, Ro and Raj would be for one, but now watching it again, I'm like, okay, I guess I could see why Sheldon oh. would be for one because it's very cerebral. And yeah. plus, Sheldon's, Sheldon, you know, is raised in a highly religious. Because number five, they go to find God. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so that's that's why it's kind of it would actually be more Raj's style because you know Raj is Hindu. And Hindu, stuff. yeah, from his and, just culture. And, and of course, Sheldon is. Christian slash Baptist, right? Yeah, because he's, well, he's, he's a Baptist slash uh, non-believer. Yeah, non-believer. Yes, because he's he's a scientist. Time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, his mom's side is this his the his mom loving part of him loves Jesus. Yes, and the uh, scientist part of him doesn't. Doesn't. Yes. So he's conflicted. He's just like a Vulcan. He's a very <laughs> yeah. He's like a Vulcan. Which remember I was talking about Data and Spock. I wanted to point that out. The, the, I, I forgot my point. My point is Spock. He doesn't. He's half human. He has some emotions, but he hides them. He doesn't want emotions. Mm -hmm. Data, Data doesn't have any emotions. Was Data a robot? He's all a robot. He's Data is a robot. Data is a robot. Okay. He watches humans. He watches humans. Well, see, Spock loathes humans, but he does kind of admire how lucky they are. Data, Data admires humans and wishes he could have feelings. So it's kind of like a robot, real robot, yeah. like the, the oh, yeah. myth that we know of robots. Oh, yeah, basically he's kind of like Spock in a way, no feelings, but one w doesn't want him and one wants him. Oh, that's the sound like, that's a, a, a good character character development too. Oh, they're very good character development. So, but I mean, it's like most people always call, oh, Spock is the, is Data's the Spock of the series, but I'm like, technically he's not. Wow. Because one strives to be human and the other one strives to not be human. Okay, so those are the two things I gotta watch for once I start watching these, right? Yeah. Like, even numbers which, and which one is which better. Also, one or five. To me, though, that also makes me respect Nimoy's 
well, both of them acting ability, but Nimoy's acting ability because he's got to act the whole series like serious dead face, yeah, without reacting. He now I'm react putting the same anything. thing on Jim Parsons, so he is the Spock of the whole yeah, Big Bang is, theory. He is basically to me, yeah, Spock. He's kind of right in the middle. He's kind of the data Spock. Oh, sorry, uh, Sheldon. I think later on he becomes more like data, but he starts off like Spock. He does Spock. Like, he he's like, right. there's no emotion. Humans are a pain. Yeah, humans are a pain. He doesn't want any humans. He but does. He, a lot of the times is logical. After he meets Amy, after he meets Amy, he's more like data. Oh, interesting. Now he wants to be more human. Because <laughs> he's a robot. <laughs> yeah, because remember that episode where they're asking him if you're a robot? Yeah, like maybe you are a robot. Maybe you're not. Are you, are you, maybe yeah, you're bound by the three laws of robotics yeah, now. Three, three laws. <laughs> Which, by the way, that. The, the writer that uh, iRobot was the technical consultant on Star Trek the motion picture no way and the only reason it is because they got the ending was Vigir and he's like merging with an intelligence yeah, yeah. of course the producers at Paramount the suits they're like that can't that's impossible Jim Rodberry's like have you not been watching Star Trek because it's possible so well, I thought it was we'll, possible we'll, it we'll totally call, makes we'll sense call, when I watched they're, it they're like well we'll call Isaac up and see what he says. <laughs> if he says it's possible, we'll, get, we'll we, do we'll, it. We'll make the movie. And he, they called him up, and you know what he said? What? Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> like, what are you, a bunch of idiots? <laughs> so when oh, I watched that scene, right? When like um when when the commander is like, you know, hey, you do, you can't do this. You don't know what it's gonna do to you. Like, yes, I do. And I'm thinking like, oh, he's gonna merge. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't know how they were gonna do it, right? Because well, he wanted, he had no. Yeah, I mean, he wanted to move on. He wanted to move on, exactly. Like, and here's the neat thing about this movie. Yeah, no yeah. computer effects. Wait, what? There's no computer effects in this movie. <gasps> Everything's either animated or lighting. You know, like when Decker has all that that happened to him? Yes. They had a glue oh, stuff on I did. Yep. just with a light. Yeah, like uh, when mean, they had the lightning strike inside the bridge, everything, right? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Oh, no, when he's at the end. Remember when he's merging? Oh, when he's merging, yeah. blowing up and stuff? They had a hand put lights on them and put stuff and clean up the stage constantly afterwards. Well, it goes, yeah. Uh, think, but think about it. Even yeah. when they're going to VGR, you see all the clouds? Yes. All those paintings. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I realized that. Gigantic too, yeah. model. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's how they faked it back. Like, it, when we watched The Shadow, the bridge, right? Dude, don't go more than five feet from this scene, okay? It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a wall right there. So, yeah, but the lighting I, thing I noticed, too, when they first... um. I guess when they encountered that, that electrical thing inside the bridge, it was all lighting too. And they were actually looking at something that, that wasn't not there. Exactly. They, they put the anime thing. And then thing, they draw you know? it on the film. Yeah, yeah, they draw it on the film. Yep. I noticed that too. I thought that was so, pretty good. That's, that's got to be impressive for that much work because you got to think they're cutting film and putting it on there because you know when they show the space yes. station, those people inside all the little space stations. Plus, yes. I like it when they show the Enterprise. Yeah, you told me about that, and I like. I, well, that's for the fans. I like all man. of it. I love all. I love, I love that, seeing that, the spaceship. Which, by the way, that well, actually, the Enterprise A, which looks just like the Enterprise we see, has mm -hmm. different compartments. Up, that's my favorite Star oh. Trek ship. Enterprise A. You did tell me, and also you told me because the budget wasn't so big, right? A lot of the extras in the background were fans of the show. Well, the, this, the budget was huge on this. Well, forty something million. That's right. Yeah, the budget on the second one is very small, and they have to reuse everything. They had to get creative on the second one. Really? But on this and one, they got better. a big deal. But just since it was coming back and everybody's been waiting for 10 years, when they, they assembled them in that big, you saw a big giant set. Yeah, it was a big giant hall. a big screen. 
Yeah, that yes. hall with all those people. Those are all Star Trek. Yeah. Most of them were Star Trek fans. So you told me producers. about that, right? Like, advising producers, I'm like, oh, everybody's actually pretty good in this scene. Exactly. Well, yeah. Nobody had to really act. Everybody just had to be shocked. Yeah, just shocked. Yeah. And I'm thinking they're like, I'm seeing Spock, I'm seeing Kirk. <laughs> That's all I asked going. for. I, I am shocked. <laughs> That's all I've asked for. That's really the <gasps> They're coming out. Yeah, I mean, they had they the had, whole crew. They, then had Jace Lee Whitney, so they had a whole. They pulled all the people from Star Trek back. And you know what? I love all the uniforms in this movie. You actually like those uniforms? I like the um, but not not like all the uniforms. Like like when um Kirk and Spock and uh, McCoy was wearing that blue thing, like that straight oh, suit. Okay. That is a nice. Well, I, I want to get that. Then I realized, like, how come those guys are so skinny? Was food a a, a problem back in the seventies? No, no, they uh. They had to suck themselves stomachs in and all kinds of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, most they did not like. None of the people like the only see. This is the only movie you'll see these suits in. Oh. The next movie, the uniforms change. The uniforms change because yeah, they were have they were so tight, uncomfortable. It took two people to change the uniforms. I'm thinking for the 70s, those yeah. uniforms were probably amazing. Yes. I mean, I did like the belt. I mean, they had those, those little like, buckles. Yeah. But the buckles aren't really buckles. They're uh, monitors for sick bay. So if it, oh, you're sick or anything goes so wrong they could, with you. They could know right away. And plus, it's a transporter transponder. So let's say if you're on another planet, they use the beam there. They know where you're at. So they can transport you up. Oh. And plus, the, well, the communicators were on their wrist this time. Because usually they're flip up. Yes. But th- they'll go away again. So different color um, uniforms on the bridge. What does that mean? I, I forgot what it does. I have a oh, book okay. that tells you. But the the mainly the uniforms this time. Yeah. Okay. In the old series, you had red, yellow, blue. Right. Blue was uh, sciences and medical. A uh, red was uh, security, engineering, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And gold. I said yellow. It's yellow gold. Yellow gold. Kirk's, yeah. Kirk's was kind of green. That's command positions. <sighs> Or you know operations. Let's yeah, operation was wearing gold like Sulu, Chekhov, and uh, Uhura was wearing yeah. like the gold. I guess tan. They yellow were now. Yeah, when they got on the new the new bridge, this colors kind of shifted. Because oh. Kirk still has a white one, so apparently, if you're a command officer, it's white. Oh, okay. And then all the other deals were kind of gold on their deal. The suits didn't really matter that much, but it was the uh, the emblem. The, the emblem, yeah. Emblem. Had a color behind it. What does the emblem mean? How come is that that little arch thing? Oh, like, Delta. Yeah. Oh, Delta. They, okay. They just came. They just came up with it. Oh, okay. In the original series, the problem, the thing is, all starships had a different symbol, and in the center, your departments shown. Oh, okay. No, because and they have a star in it. What's the star meant? Starfleet Command. Hmm. But they had like a little turn thing, the engineering. They got rid of that. They all went to the Enterprise style standard symbol for all of Federation. Oh, okay. And now, but in this TV show, the colors on the Federation symbol tells you your job. Because Mulcoy's was light green. And the next, the second one, you'll see the colors better. Oh, okay. Because they all wear red, but the undershirts tell you your department. Oh, the undershirt, okay. Yeah. You know, you know, I learned a lot from you from this episode, right? You tell me like Kirk's personality, it actually brings that back like I could see that in J.J. Abrams' uh, character oh, development yeah. too. I know, and that's and that's pretty good. I mean, that just shows you those actors are spot on. Because I mean, everybody who knew who McCoy was in it, J.J. Abrams. Did. Oh yeah, when uh, Kyle Urban shows up, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. immediately, you know, that's McCoy. Because because it's one of those best things, especially when we see in this one, we see McCoy show back. Because you know, McCoy quit, became a regular dog. Yeah, I I got that feeling because I didn't know. And he in the original series, he did not like transporters at all. He didn't like space that <laughs> hey. much. 
But again, remember that they would he wouldn't transport up. So Kirk transports him up. And he comes up. He's got a beard. Yes. Like, he still looks like very seventies actually. And he's he's telling him, "Oh, I got drafted. What you did?" And of course, yeah. Kirk's like, "You didn't get drafted. I I didn't have any other way to get you up here to talk to you." Yes. Yeah, you could t- get the feeling that he didn't like to be like, "What the hell do you want me to do up here?" Exactly. I didn't ask for this. He's always grumpy, which is, is his character, and I love it. Yeah, he's you know? always grumpy. Because I even like it when he saw Spock. Him, in the original series, him and Spock fight constantly. Or, yeah, I can see that. Let's put it this way. He fights with Spock, and Spock is like, yes, Doctor. Yes. <laughs> you know? Of course, I like it when he sees him on the bridge. He goes, I've even been happy to see you. <laughs> yes. Spock does the when same Spock nothing. came in, the, yeah. I like how he to see you. I like sometimes like he's a medical officer. Right? I like how he when he showed up, he was making demands. Right? I don't. I, I want a nurse assistant. I don't want another doctor questioning my every yeah. single well, my diagnosis. Just gotta remember, Christine Chapel was his nurse in the original series, uh-huh. and he kind of argued with her, and she had a, she had a crush on Spock. Oh, that's why so, she came up there to see Spock. Oh, but so of course Spock is, is not the. But of course one. Spock is Spock. Oh, yeah. Her, I never got that in J.J. Abrams why Uhura hooked up with Spock. Well, I think it's because it's a different It didn't make any sense to me because Uhura would have been more like, I always thought, I don't know what it is. All the fans have a different theory, which is great. Okay. I think some fans think it was uh, her and Chekhov eventually hooked up. I always thought it was him, her and uh, uh, Scotty. Oh, okay. But I'm a Scotty fan. Ah. Uh. Oh, Plus it's because it's always a Dana. I, I love her in that. I love Zoe yeah. Dana anyway. Yeah, who does? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? But we got your horror. Yes. Zoe Dana is always an alien, everything. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, she's human in Star Trek. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's a human in Star Trek, yeah. yes. But she was green in another movie. So. Yes, in We're another going. movie we talked about, yes. Captain Kirk would have been talking to her constantly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Loves green women. What can I say? Who doesn't? <laughs> green women, man. Come on. Orion, Orion girls. Wow. They may be illegal, but you want to say, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so Captain Kirk, like, I guess uh, Guardians of the Galaxies, um, Quill is kind of like Captain Kirk. Quill right. is way like Captain Yeah, I was like, hey, 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 ladies, how you doing? I'm Jim. I, I would think, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't ever show it or say it, but... You know, it's because it's Paramount, so you can't really do it. But I bet you, if they, if, if Disney owned this, owned it, yeah, he oh, would yeah. have been watching Star Trek all the time. Because <laughs> look, man, come and think about it. If he's watching Footloose and all those '80s movies, yeah, he was watching the motion picture, Star Trek too. Yeah, he was watching all that. Yes, definitely. I highly yeah. agree. Yeah, I, I, I like a Captain Kirk kind of character. Yes. Yeah. So Kirk usually wins. Quill yes. doesn't. <laughs> Because you know, Captain Kirk is more of a badass, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Except that's this what, one is that's not. What, that's not a lot of action, though. It's lots of. Suspense. No, they didn't. They didn't. They, there were supposed to be battles in the original script, mm-hmm. and they were going to have all, all kinds of spe- more special effects to show you that the Enterprise fighting the Klingons and so forth. So but the Klingons was only in the beginning. Yeah, they're only in the beginning to plus, show you this, that they got to get. Is, what happened to them? Like, did they get evaporated or they got destroyed? Oh, they got right? disintegrated. Disintegrated, yes. Just like a transporter hitting you. It oh. hits you with the internet and it just, just, it just eats all the energy up. Oh, so now I'm putting that together. Like, you know, every time you're on an enterprise, right, you are lucky because they didn't get disintegrated. They got yeah. in, they got just, in they, the club, well, I guess. They be- if they would have got hit the second time, that would have been the end of it. Oh. It just happened that their shields held out 
their shields were just this much better than the Klingon vessels. Oh, oh, you know what? They did make they did talk about that. Their, oh, yeah, the advanced, their technology is better on this ship. Yeah, they just barely edged ahead. If it would have been another Federation ship, boom, it would have been, been gone. Because, like they said, because remember they're trying to transmit the signal. And yes, they, and that that energy deal would hit them. But the neat thing is the Klingon deal. The Klingon deal. By the way, I'm part of the Klingon captain. Yeah. Uh. I wish I, I forgot his name all of a sudden, right off the top of my head. He played uh he played Spock's father in the original series. Really? Yeah. I wish I could tell you his name. I forgot his name all But of they a use the same actor. Yeah. Oh yeah, the same actor. He was uh his first role in Star Trek original series was a, a Romulan. He played the first time they see Romulans. Romulans. Which by the way, Romulans and Vulcans are the same race. Oh, I think you the, the, the talk yeah. you, you told me about that There's before. just like several different uh differences. Let me find his name. Because actually, this guy was at this was at a Star Trek convention too that I went to. He's actually the only person from Star Trek that I've actually really ever seen. I don't get why people make fun of Star Trek. Ambassador Sarek is his name. I can't remember what his real original name was. Oh, they probably just want to have him play another character so that way they they say that. Yeah, Mark Leonard. That's his name. Mark Leonard. I think it was his name. Right, you don't you think so? Like, hey, we we don't really have uh, Spock's dad in this movie, but we yeah. still want you to be in this yeah, movie. Yeah, because since he was such a, a strong part of Star Trek, you know, yeah. he played Spock's dad, he played uh, Ambassador Sherrick. so he was the Klingon captain. Oh yeah, and this is the first time because in the original series, Klingons just had the eyebrows. Yeah, but they had uh, the uh, I guess the gills the or whatever. Oh no, the the head was yeah added. the head. <gasps> they never had the head in the original series. Oh, which okay. some people wondered, but the problem is. Eventually, they, they made a story for it, and I don't really care for the story. I like the original story where it said that they were altered or mixed with Romulans. Oh, okay. Dealing with, but the Imperial Klingons had the ridges. Really? But the real story goes they had a disease because they were uh, stealing, a, you know, the uh, Kong, you know, Wrath of Kong. Yeah. There were some altered humans escaped from the genetic wars and the Klingons and intercepted them yeah. and tried to steal their DNA to make them super people to beat humans. Really? And, and instead it caused a disease and it got rid of the ridges on their heads. Eventually they cure the disease and the, the, all, they all come back to normal. Really? Basically, this is the first time we see the makeup and plus this is the first time they had the Klingon theme music. Oh, really? Because so whole... yeah, you, you remember that music? Yeah, Every the three they, ships, right? Yeah. Yeah. You hear that music? Yes. Let me put it this way: the soundtrack would have didn't win an Academy Award, but it almost did. Oh. It didn't win an Academy Award. Most people think because he was up for the Academy Award for this, and he also wrote the music as uh, Gold Goldstinger, right? Oh. And he wrote the soundtrack for Aliens. Oh, he did. But he did not like it. What so Aliens? Went, the second one or Alien? Like the Alien? The, I think it's Alien. The first one. Okay. Yeah, the first one. Okay. And he didn't want to be. He didn't want to have anything to do with it. Oh, interesting. So they decided to punish him, and they didn't. He didn't win for this one. Oh, the that's sound. The up. soundtrack is awesome because listen to the sounds. Yeah, but still, to me, Star Trek Two's soundtrack is the best. Oh, the soundtrack. Or too. I think it is, but I mean, everybody's got their own sounds. But to me, this. Hey, is you know what? Wrath of Khan is the only one that people always recommend it to me. Yeah, oh, everybody, it's because it's most people our age grew up with that one. Because mm. I was too young to see this one. Oh yeah. Like, I- I, I mean, I, I'm lucky well, I saw Star Wars. Star Wars just kept showing. Star uh, Trek, Star Trek: The Motion Picture didn't. They didn't just keep showing, even though I had the action figures from Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Well, Star Two Trek: The Motion Picture came out back in December 1979, though. Yeah, it did come out later. 
I remember the action figures. But anyways, he wrote the Klingon thing. So every time you see war for Klingons on any of the future Star Treks, so you know that theme. Enterprise, yes, they'll play the theme. They always play the theme. And so when you hear that theme, you know something Klingons going to pop up. So it's like Batman and Superman. And plus, they have their own plus theme. they have their language. Remember, you're talking about the language. You're impressed yes. with the language. Well, here's the thing. This is the first time we hear Klingon language. In this movie? Yes, and guess who come up with it? Scotty, the actor that plays Scotty, no. created the language. Yes, and the thing is, you don't get the uh, Klingon language isn't developed until Star Trek Three completely. The wow. guy writes the book. He writes a book. He writes the Klingon dictionary. Yeah, he uses all the words from this first movie and adds to it and makes the Klingon language. Wow. That way, that way, uh, Doc Brown has something to say in Star Trek Three and Klingon. Wait, so Christopher Lloyd is in Star Trek Three? Yes, he's he's the he's Captain Crudge. Whoa, I haven't seen a lot of uh, Christopher Lloyd yeah. in anything except for like Dennis told, the Menace. And I told, like I told you, the greatest thing about Christopher Lloyd, he's a time traveler. You know why? Because Captain Kirk and uh, Spock and all the crew, they steal his Klingon ship and they use it to time travel. Whoa. Oh, that's well, funny. Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> think about it. Because somebody else, some kid's gonna steal his uh, car and time travel with it. Speaking of which, I think I saw uh, a concept of the new DeLorean. Have you seen that? I've seen some concepts in the oh, new okay. DeLorean. I, I mean, there's always somebody kicking that. something out there. Yeah, I'm like, wow. it's gotta happen before it's anything. You said Star Trek Three, right? Yeah, Star okay. Trek Three. John Lorcat's uh, one of his first officers. I don't, I don't know if you ever saw Night Court and all that. So. No, I never seen Night Court. Okay, well, we'll forget that. But anyways, so this is the first time we see the Klingons and all that. And then here's the neat th- and the other thing. We hear Vulcan language. Because yeah. remember, we see Spock on his planet. It's all yeah. red. Yeah. It's it's like worse than a desert. <laughs> Any Earth desert, that's, that's Vulcan. They mostly live in the ground, apparently. So why did the Klingon get such popular in the language, but not like, you know, spot like Vulcan language? I don't know. Because do nobody, nobody made a dictionary. Oh, because the, the dictionary was made. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there is. There's no dictionary. I mean, I have the Klingon dictionary. I had like a book on writing and it had a few words. I had a, like a little bitty book for Vulcan, but it wasn't very pro. It wasn't written by a pro linguist. Klingon. At least that's Klingon boggle, okay? But there's a lot of people that like Vulcans too. Yeah. But here's the neat thing about the Vulcan language. Okay, we see that scene where they're doing the colonel and all those people. Yeah. That scene is actually shot in English. All those people are speaking in English. Really? But after they shot it, they're like, why would they speak English on Vulcan? Especially if they don't like like Earthlings that much. So they would speak on they speak uh, Vulcan. So Scotty, the guy that played Scotty, James Doohan. Yeah. He invented Vulcan too. Wow. He'd watch their lips and make words to their lips. So wow, he he made the a whole language, like yeah, a fake language that people he's actually pretty, speak. He has pretty much he had a giant hand in the creation of the Star Trek universe. Wow, I can't believe it. So he made the Vulcan and the Klingons. Exactly. Isn't wow, that that's that, no, guy, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, this guy would kick you. People still speak that today. <laughs> Yeah, people are still speaking that today. I he mean, probably, is he is that actor still alive? No, Scotty oh. passed away. Well, James, he passed away. James, and they actually put his ashes on one of the space spaceships. Uh, I think it was on one of the uh, space shuttles when it went up to space. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Which that's... is neat now, because oh, wow. you know they say that uh, William Shatner is going to go to space. 
I'm not gonna. I don't, it annoys me. You know why? Because the headline writes itself. Yeah, because well, it's because it's Jeff Bezos' spaceship, and his spaceships don't go to space. They just go, they go out the uh, outer, right? The, yeah, I know. All the headlines say uh, Captain Kirk finally goes to space. You know, but I'm thinking, and I was all happy because I thought he was going to go on a, you know, one of a Elon Musk space. Oh, so they actually go to space? So, yeah, where they go actually go to space. And I thought, all right. Then I read it, and then I was like, I love, I love William Shatner, and I think he should go to space, but I, I. He's not going to space. So the I thing is, think- so your, your, hold on, your analogy is like, if I told you, Shane, I'm going outside today, and all I did is like, I opened my front door, stepped outside for one second, and came back, I went outside. That is the best analogy I've heard. That's, that's, yep. uh, that's it. I went outside. Yep. I opened the door and I looked at it. Captain Kirk, yeah. Yeah, so basically they're going to go all the way up to the edge of the atmosphere and look at space, and, and then, then come go back. back down. Isn't that Which, what they did the first time anyway? Yeah, that's what they did the first time. It yeah. ticks me off because, you know, those four people got on the SpaceX spaceship. They went higher orbit in three days above the space station, and, and they hardly got any media attention. And then they come these, back. But these other four clowns don't even go to space. <laughs> and they can, they're like, oh, you're astronauts. I'm like, people die trying to get to space, and these guys get, get the astronaut deal on them. Yeah. That's that's an insult. So that's the uh, definition, right? As soon as you enter the space atmosphere just by an inch, I mean, astronaut. No, apparently, if you just build something that looks like a spaceship and say you went up in the air, you're an astronaut, I guess. Oh. I'm going to build a cardboard. Because I was going to use a football analogy. As soon as the football right, touches that line of the end zone, <laughs> dude, there's a touchdown. <laughs> so this is. Okay. Hey, uh, could you uh, refrain from doing sports analogies on the show? <laughs> in a Star Trek show? There's a whole giant bunch of us that's not getting it. Because I'm sitting here thinking, what? It's like so ironic with, that like we're both in Texas. Yeah, I'd like to hit you with a hockey stick. I just thought it's ironic that we're both in Texas. Like, I don't get this football reference. Yeah. I don't like this football reference. It's more like it. But my front door is, is the best one. Like, I just go outside <laughs> and then I come back. I went outside today. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. Th- you didn't put out the whole definition of what like outside it. Exactly. means. Exactly. Open the door, look outside, and close. And it. come back Ooh. in. That's it. That's... Yep. I went outside today. No questions. No questions. <laughs> I have ventured outside. Oh, what else is good about this movie? And you know what? I liked oh. it all. I like the spacewalk. They even like the, the spacewalk is cool. Did they have that? In, like, is that what you remember? Did they do that scene in the old one? Oh, the original one yeah. or the original series? No, not the original. Say like the like when you yeah, first. Yeah, they saw they it. did all that. Yeah, the first ones. I remember all that. The little spaceship going out, and that was actually cool. All that stuff is cool. The only thing that does bother me, and I know that I know it's hard to do, is you know when the when the Enterprise goes up to Vigier and they yeah. hit against that deal, and they all walk off the deck of the ship. Yes. How it's bowed up, and you can see the Enterprise right across. Oh yeah, it. yeah. It's not shaped right to that the ship. Oh, it's not. No, the ship's not that. The ship's steep, but it's not that steep. Oh, okay. That's the only shot. I guess that's the only way they could get it accomplished. Yeah, maybe you know? because, like, you know, when they got off the ship, right, they were walking on those foam blocks. It looks like yeah, a, a, like a Marble like Madness game. Remember yeah, a like Gilbert, yes. That's exactly Cuba. what I thought it was. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, even making that costs a lot of money, right? Like, Oh, you know. Oh, you know. This was a fortune. But but it's it's amazing. No, it was amazing. amazing. I mean, it was basically this... I mean, a lot of people go, oh, there's too much effects or too much of this. I'm like, come on. These people have been, Star Trek got canceled 10 years ago, and all these people have been waiting for another series or something yeah. Star Trek. They've just been waiting for something. So there's only three seasons of original series? Yeah. 
But you got to think old seasons used to have lots of episodes. Oh, because I was going to ask you because they have syndication. Because I think the um, yeah. the rule is like you have to hit a hundred episodes. That's why it's such a big. Oh deal. yeah, there's there's hundreds of episodes. The first three, the first, I don't remember how many shows in our season, but you know nowadays they only do thirteen. You're lucky if they they do thirteen shows. They thirteen because it's an hour. Yeah. But in the old days, yeah, each show was an hour, and they did. I can't remember how episodes. Because like, uh, if you do like the sitcom, like the thirty-minute episode with commercials, they give you twenty-two, twenty-four. Depends on how long they are. Yeah, and no, it makes had, sense. It's thirteen-hour episodes. I almost like to say they had thirty episodes in a season. A season? Wow! That and could be, each of them I mean, is an I'm, hour with commercials. Yes, each one's an hour with commercials. Exactly. So it's like forty minutes. Wow! I'm, I just remember there were so many shows. I wish I knew the, off the top of my head how many, but. I want to look nice. it up right now. Like, cause I could probably look it up. Star Trek. Yeah, you TV probably series. could find it. Because I, I, like, I want to know what the difference is between back then, right? Like, one TV series oh, because I know, you know it's, I know it's a mate. I mean, it's it's like it's silly what we do nowadays. Yeah, it's original series. Let me see. Three seasons, right? Yeah. How many episodes a season? Oh, here we go. Star Trek. So that's three. So seventy-nine episodes with three oh, seasons. Total. Okay. So I'm surprised okay. they still got syndication. It probably just got so popular. I mean, there wasn't a lot to show, I guess. Because I know the next generation was syndicated too, but they made enough episodes. Was it black and white in the first season? No. It was, everything always was color. color, right? Everything was always color. Oh, there's 29 uh, episodes in the first season. Okay, so yeah. Almost 30. Yeah, it is almost 30. What's the second one? Let me take a look. Oh my God, just from these pictures... Uh, William Shatner looks so much younger. Twenty six in season two. Like, just look at these pictures. Yeah, well, that's 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 like when he looked like William Shatner. By by the time everybody's watching this, everybody goes, "That looks like T.J. Hooker." <laughs> <laughs> Remember, did you ever see that TV show? No. Oh, okay. It had leather Heather Locklear. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. Twenty four episodes on the third one. Wow. So it only got three uh, seasons. Well, there's a lot of episodes and it actually was supposed to get canceled after two seasons but most of those fans that you see at that at gathering yeah a lot of them are the ones that organized and helped write letters to save it for the third season wow so so yeah you know how we talk about nowadays with the marvel superhero stuff there's a very popular genre right so it's always been like that yes it just because like you know Almost 80s like the, is when those yeah. meat, meat, meatball movies and nerds movie came out right it was uh, get uh, gears towards like the jocks crowd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no one ever made. Uh, no one ever made movie for us. Yeah, which is funny because you know, like all the convention stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the, really the first fan conventions are, but Star Trek's been one of the oldest and strongest ones. Yes. It's such a huge I mean, fan base. Yeah, it had such. It's a, hard to put a number uh, to like which one is bigger. Yeah, and I bet you. I mean, I know it's like to think that a lot of people, because a lot of people like. I started off with Star Wars. I yep. still like Star Wars. I still like Star Wars too. But I like Star Trek too. I mean, I'm a big. I'm like, if I have to decide between the two, I'm going to pick Star Trek. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, it doesn't matter. I don't want to pick. But I don't know. But why would you? Why do you? Exactly. Why do you have to pick? Why do I have to pick? Why can't I like both? It's like that meme. We, there's a meme that shows like all these people with a. It looks like Star Wars guys got all their their lightsabers and stuff out, yeah. and then you got this other and stormtroopers and the other side's got all the Star Trek people with their faces out, and it says, "What's the problem here?" We're but we're all nerds. <laughs> like exactly. It's like you know, if something comes out, right? I'm gonna watch it because like it's, like, it's better than it's having like, nothing. Exactly. It's like it reminds me of that line that uh, Kripke say, says in uh in Big Bang Theory. He goes, yes. "We're oh. nerds. 
We fight robots. We fight robots. Uh, we're all nerds that can't get women. <laughs> yeah. How do we fight robots? We're because we can't get, get girls. <laughs> we fight robots. Yes. So, yeah. So nerdy. Put, put your nerd logic to the side, as Spock would say. Yeah. Shake a hand of a Wookiee. I never even realized there was no action until I just mentioned it just a few minutes ago. And I'm like, I didn't even mind it even when I was watching the movie. Because, yeah, like, the story is so imp- uh, compelling well, they to me. Wanted it, they wanted more, since it's the first outing, they wanted it to be more of a Discovery movie. Oh, it's Discovery, all right. Because I'm trying, yeah. it's it kind of mirror like, the first Alien. It's like, what is going on here, right? Yeah. Like, what is That's that thing? thing? The, the Star Trek was supposed to be about thinking anyway. Yes, it's suspenseful. It makes you want to think. It's supposed to be about asking it? questions. And that's the thing on the second movie I love and most people love. Not really a, it's an action movie, more of an action movie, not so a Star movie. Trek action movie. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of more of a revenge movie. Oh, you said that before too, revenge Yeah, movie. it's more about revenge. But this one, this was about what Star Trek's actually supposed to be about. Oh, discovery. Yeah, about discovery. Okay. You know, seeing new things. Yes. And th- and seeing things that will make you question what's make you what's... question and you accept it because at exactly. the end of the movie that they, they asked like uh, who was it that Kirk asked it is Spock or McCoy right he's like did we just witness a new species yeah well it's also McCoy asks because he's like I'm gonna merge with it McCoy's even like is that even possible yeah because he's a, a doctor yeah because he's a doctor well they're all scientists all yeah they're all scientists Cause yeah because I even like the the line on there where uh. Spock is like, you know, when the when they get that tractor, the uh, a tractor beam pulls the ship in, mm-hmm. and they try oh, to yes. break free. Yes, they can't. And Decker's like, we got to break free. We got to do it. And Spock is like, we can't. You know, we should just turn the engines off. Kirk turns the engines off, and then of course Decker looks at him and goes, he goes, I'm sure we could. He goes, why don't we try to get out of it? He goes, you can't. He goes, how do you know? He goes. Then he asks Spock. He goes, why do you why do you not even want to try? Yes, because Spock wants to see what's his yeah, there. he wants to see Deck, yep. that which is neat because Decker's trying to run away from this thing and fight this thing the whole movie yes and that's why the Enterprise crew is there because Kirk is like what Kirk is Kirk wants to see so if Kirk wasn't there they would have died yeah they would have that ship would have fought him and that would have been the end of it just like the Klingons in yeah the well beginning. basically if Kirk or Spock wasn't there yeah if Kirk or Spock wasn't there because like Kirk always says he knows he's not going to die as long as he's got McCoy and Spock with him. So I don't which understand the ranking Which, by system. the way, what I just said is an important thing. Yes, it is. Like her, and he says it later on, because eventually you'll see this is true. Oh. He'll, he thinks he, he's invincible pretty much as long as Bones and Spock is around him. Will or not. Huh. But he, I just told you the future right there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Most people don't ever don't even realize that that that, that line is very important. No, you you're right because I just trying to realize like now I'm trying to go back to all the scenes that the, the stuff that I've seen. So I guess Wrath of Khan yeah. and uh, Into Darkness plays a big part in that. Oh, so now I can't wait to see the second one. Yeah, we might have to change one. up our schedule just to fit this stuff in there. Oh, okay, cool. I know I want to tell other people for. Uh, for October, right? We did plan on an eighties month because next episode is totally eighties, right? But I'm gonna have to change oh, some it's stuff. Oh, it's hardcore eighties. Yes, yeah. 
Well, we're not going to get too far out of the 80s, though, because we got to get some 80s stuff taken care of. Well, you know what? Revocons is in the 80s, so it's actually... Oh, it is. This, 1982. Yep. 1982. So it can fit my, you know, whatever I, we make it to be. <laughs> it can. You're, I just have you're to... The master, you're the master of your own destiny. Exactly. <laughs> like Kirk said, keep going. <laughs> yep. There. So we got to make it. We might, have to, might, we might have to do the all nine Star Trek movies just the so, next so, so, so far, since you're seeing this, do you have a favorite character? Oh, Spock. Okay, cool. Just Logic. Spock. Yep. You know, the funny thing is, a lot of these characters grow on you. Because I'm like saying, like, McCoy, like McCoy, never was my favorite character. Really? But after watching a lot, I almost like, I like, I actually like the guy. Really? Because he fights with Spock and stuff, and he kind of seems irrational, but he's actually kind of wise. Well, because it's that's so McCoy's probably like the human side, right? Like just yeah, he's like the human side, like the human I mean, logic in I mean, Spock. Spock is almost always right, because <laughs> <laughs> log- logically, like well, it's logic, and he's not always right. That's what I mean. Sometimes his logic will tell you to do a certain thing, and humans, I mean, Vulcans can make mistakes because their logic tells you to do this, and some things are just not logical. Some things are not logical, especially if you're dealing with irrational beings or something. Okay. You know, I can't wait to see more very, of this. Humans are very irrational. Because, like, one of my favorite lines in the uh, Star Trek J.J. Abrams is, is towards the end of the movie, right? When Spock tells Kurt, like, what well, I was like logic, but I, I have a feeling that you were told completely ignored. See? You're getting to know me better already. <laughs> okay. For a second, I was, I well, I didn't realize you didn't see it. I, was like, I thought you were going to tell me another thing on, no, a Vulcan oh. proverb. A what po- was a Vulcan proverb? I would love to hear it. Oh. It's the same thing. It's only Nixon can go to China. <laughs> it's like, what? That is funny. Yeah, it just tells you how old we are in this yeah, episode. Hum- you can yeah, have a, a good guess. Proverb. It's a humor proverb, too. Oh, that is actually pretty funny. No, I like Star Trek a lot. Actually, I, I would probably guess like I would like Star Trek though. If I yeah. watched the original series, I would probably like it too. Actually, I, I mean, I don't understand how people really can't. I mean, well, I want to say it's like it's not like a stupid thing, right? It's like intelligence thing. We want shows and things we watch, right, to challenge our minds. I would, I would think you would. Want yeah, them. I mean, like I, I mean, watch comedies, but I don't sometimes know. I need watch, to relax. If you watch the news lately, you think uh, most people in this country don't want anything that challenges their brain. They don't. They just want something simple and fed to them. Well, okay. Because it's also that it's got that mentality that they don't want to, they don't want to learn, grow, or develop. You don't want to stay where they are. Yeah, they just want to stay in the mud. Yes. Like, all right, yeah. well then, stay on the earth. I'm going to Mars. <laughs> I want. If you give me a chance Peace to go out. to space, I would do it. Yeah. Well. The problem with going to Mars is as soon as I go on the spaceship to go to Mars, I'll be like, hey, how about we just keep on going and see how far this thing can go? But, but well, if they say something like, well, we can only go this far, okay, well, well, we just exactly go to that space, right? Yeah. I'll but be like, I'd how... love to come back. I'll be like, how about let's go on to Jupiter? Can we go and make to Jupiter? Well, you go on one of the moons. They got stuff on there. Oh. Saturn's got some moons that might have some stuff. I mean, I never look into, like, you know, how, what, how, how much ration you need and food you need and supplies, right, if you actually want to go out that far. Oh, we're probably going to die, but hey, oh. it's an adventure. <laughs> I don't even know how long it takes to go to Mars. Like, I, like is it like three, four uh, months? Oh, oh, two years. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, they're, I think they're shortening. I think there's a way that they think they can get you there maybe in uh, 14 months. Well, 14 months do a lot. But it's I don't know where they're years. at. 
there's people making it seem like somebody said oh we can do that in six months but nothing gets there in six months yet it's usually almost two i don't know what the quickest is now but i know for the for nasa was saying the human part of it that gets them there was at the moment safely two years well they talk about that in the motion like it depends and the on, problem yeah. is you're going to be exposed to all that radiation and stuff here's the here's the scary thing here's the problem with space travel you got a bunch of people that theorize everything yes and they're, they're usually right i mean most of our astro- astrophysicists and stuff they're pretty smart guys but the problem is until you actually get into zero space for this Okay, because let's put. Oh this way. yeah, the math versus every, reality. Every, okay, yeah, we don't know what 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 space normal space will do to a human body, mm-hmm. because everything that we've done so far, even going to the moon, we're in gravity. Yes. We're in some form of gravity. We never hit that spot, where we're not in the the pull of the gravity. Earth yeah. The moon. I mean, and, you'll always be on the sun's grab. Right. The other thing is like once we pull further from the Earth, right? Like we get closer to yeah. Mars, it's Mars gravity now. We don't know how that handles like, like realistic. Well, they already know. They know how gra- they actually know that. That's him. Oh. Yeah, I mean, with the weight of the moon, the Mars and stuff, and and then all the research they've done on the moon, they'll know what the gravity's going to do on because the gravity's not not as high. Was well, the gravity higher? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. I don't think it's as high. Yeah. So we feel we we'll feel lighter. I think you'll feel a little bit lighter. Okay. It's not like the moon though. I can't remember if it was it because one of the planets is heavier and automatically you're going to have to be a stronger person to live on. Oh. But it's going to change. The gravity is not the same on Mars as it is on Earth. So anybody born there is going to be a little bit different. Your muscle is going to develop a little bit different. Muscle, oh. The, the problem is going there two years. Nobody's been in space two years. Usually the year, what, a little over a year is the longest somebody's in space. Of course, in, gra- in anti-gravity, your brain floats up to the top of your head so it turns flat, messes with your vision, Plus, you get a lot of uh, clots and stuff. Oh, so we can't survive space actually, travel. Uh, well, you might can, but because I mean, those people are surviving in the space station just fine. Mm-hmm. And and plus, but they're gonna have to figure out ways to get you to move and your blood to move a little bit better. But the problem is the shielding on the ship. They don't know what you're gonna hit radiation-wise between here and there. Oh, so it's very That's, dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, because you're gonna hit like gamma radiation, and you're not gonna turn into the Hulk. You're gonna die. <laughs> yes. Really quick. Oh, so that's the thing is you've got to have some kind you got to have some kind of form of gravity. So just hearing this, right? I'm and thinking more shielding like, on the ship. So just hearing this, right? Just faster about you can, Al- let's put it this way. The faster you can get to Mars, the safer you'll be. Oh, it makes sense because like all these yeah. um, calculations that, you know, taking into place. And exactly. I'm thinking just hearing this, right? What if they are aliens, right? And they're facing the same problem. Like, oh, we don't know how long we can live in space. You know, these are the things like, you know, with whatever yeah, technology I'm sure, they I'm sure there have. is. I'm sure there is. I mean, that's the problem. Most people don't take into account all this stuff. And then uh, you hear people, oh, there's aliens visiting our world all the time. Maybe they are. I don't think they are because of the tri- the, the, even a vast race is going to have trouble. See, that's the thing. If, uh, and if an alien race can reach us, right, we immediately we should know, like, oh, my God, they're more superior. Immediately. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly so ID4 lied to me. Okay? We don't have a fighting chance. That's what I wanted to point out. I've been thinking about this the whole time and talking about that. What are you talking about? ID4, they almost lost. <laughs> no, but it's the fact that we won. It's the fact that we won. That's the lie. They barely, they barely won ID4. So what yes. are you talking about? They didn't lie to us. No. They showed up and they wiped us out. It wasn't like the only person that lied to us is Spielberg with third encounter, you know, third encounters of the close, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> close encounters of the, the, the third kind. 
I'm gonna. I'm trying to spit it out. But hey, I thought you talking about the end out. of the. Was it end of War of the Worlds or something? I can't remember. Oh, he did finally make Worlds. Remember, Spiel, and that's the funny thing about Spielberg. They're asked, "Hey, why don't you ever make Alien Attack movies?" Because I would like people to have a positive attitude about meeting aliens. And then he goes and makes War of the Worlds. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Every time you see make an alien movie before, it's a friendly version. But I mean, I get it. I mean that is kind of a response responsible thing. Yeah, I'm like. I mean, no, it makes sense because every time but the we want the is, conflict. But the, here's the thing, though, in Star Trek, in the Star Trek timeline, Vulcans make first contact. Vulcans make first contact. Yeah, the Earth. You know, some humans get out. They get out of a war. Uh, they they make uh, light speed, and the Vulcans decide these people are going to go around seeing other alien space species. So we should make contact with them first and help guide them. Huh. And that's what Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise, is all about. Ooh, Which the Vulcans turn out they're not. The Vulcans have lots of issues. But here's the thing, though. Star Trek. I mean, our world. What if the Klingons came first? Oh, that's, <laughs> that'd yeah. be the. That would be the end of us. That we'd would all be, be the working. End of we'd all be digging in mines of rural Pente. <laughs> oh, is that what they make us be do? Like, I don't know. Yeah, what... rural Pente is the pr- prison planet. Oh, rural Pente. So King Klingon. So you know what? We don't even if if that's if even they can bring us to that planet, okay? We can survive yeah. space travel. <laughs> You'd be like joy too. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm melting like Arnold from uh, Total Recall. <laughs> no, because they hit you with a bat left and then a little knife, and you'd be dead. Dang, I got learn. Like, I got learn more weak. about Klingons. Humans are weak. <laughs> you know what's really funny? Like, they'd be like this. They'd be like what they told Riker on Next Generation. Do we need one of our females to breastfeed you? <laughs> <laughs> I never seen that. That's why it's funny to ask. Like, hey, jerk. It's way it's way jerk face. Don't their... say that to me. Well, because you didn't like their food on their ship. So they're like, hey, how about we go get us a, a, a Klingon female to feed you? Man. <laughs> Riker's like, got in a fight. So it, the history of our sci-fi movies, right? It's either like we fight the aliens or, or you know, positive you know, reinforcement, like, you know, E.T., like, you know, friendly and stuff, right? Yeah, I just give them Reese's Pieces, you'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing like difference that we probably soon had to talk about is District 9. Yes. We have yeah. to do District 9. I don't, I, we we, do that's got to be on our list because you said that's one of your favorite movies. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. And I've never seen it all the way through. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, come on. A bunch of aliens with their hands out, Martin stuff. From yeah, us. and then it's, like, it's the only movie that's like that. That's aliens. Like, you know, that aliens is, are usually actually... violent. Even Mars attacks. Oh, wait. Yeah, Mars yeah. attacks. Is it's any time we have an alien uh, species, right? Like, they have to attack us and we have to fight back. That's basically yeah. what it is. Well, the thing is, who knows? But the, the problem is, here's what you got to think. If somebody gets all this technology and gets all advanced, are they going to be more violent? Or are they not going to be as violent? Well, according to Stephen Hawking's, yes. No, he actually never said that. He no, just, he not. He, he points he, you he like worries because about, the... he worries about if somebody can if come we to call us, somebody, yeah. we're calling somebody that could be violent. But the problem is, what you need to think about is the human race. As we get more advanced, are we getting less and less violent? I like to think we are. Oh, I don't know. I I, I mean, because I don't know the trend. I mean, right? we don't have anybody like the Nazis existing anymore. I mean, there's there's groups. Oh, but like there's I guess, not yeah. a nation that is like that. Because right now we want to make. I mean, peace like first. China. Maybe China is the biggest hold you down, powerful nation we got right now. Yeah. But even them, 
would they be like that out in space? I don't know. I, I wouldn't say we negotiate, right? We're trying to make peace offering first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's yeah. us, though. I, I don't know about other groups of aliens. Yeah, you that don't. Come you down. don't. You're yeah. right. You don't know what goes on in another planet. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe they're like they have like a Nazi race on that planet. Yeah, they got advanced. They won, wiped everybody. That they're fascists, you know. You know and now they're like traveling, and now they're traveling through space. Yeah, they want to do the same thing to other. That's I guess, more colonies. That's what more, they call us. That's more Battlestar Galactic. That's, that's, that's so actually, much space yeah. stuff to watch. I never watched Battles on I know. Africa. You haven't I was... seen Buck Rogers in the 25th century. i never seen Buck Rogers. There's probably two two seasons. The first season is actually pretty good. I mean, you're going to pass the 80s look of crap, but it's actually pretty good. 80s look of crap. We just watched... We're about to talk about it on the next show. But the oh, 80s... no, no, no. I'm at <laughs> 80s uh, cheap... TV I mean, show? Let's basically this way. Buck Rogers, the 25th century, pretty much looks like you're watching Galaxy Quest of the 80s in that show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's a good like analogy. I've never seen it, but it's probably... It's a good... It's a very good analogy because that's what it looked like. Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. It's not bad. I mean, it's kind of... It's silly, but you got to take it for what it is. Ah, okay. You know, sit down, sit down, chill, and have a good time watching. You know what's really funny? After I watched this, right, I wanted to watch the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Oh, did you? I did. Not because it. I think this movie sucked, right? And not because I wanted to see the action. I want to see the difference. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get like, you. I want to see the character development. But from what you told me, right? Like, a lot of the characters pretty stay much the same. Yeah, like, the especially thing, in record. The neat thing about it, if you were to watch, actually watch all the movies, and then maybe some Next Generation episodes, you can go right into J.J. Abrams with no problem. Oh. Because then you'll understand why Spock's doing Because. You have to watch Star Trek The Next Generation to actually understand what Spock is doing in J.J. Abrams. Really? Yes. He wasn't just thrown in there. He wasn't just thrown... Oh, my God. No, I'm so interested. It was, it was part of a story that was running in The Next Generation. Oh, dang it. I really want to know now. Yeah. It's a big story. I mean, it's amazing because a lot of people... I mean, if you're Star Trek fans, a lot of Star Trek fans are getting mad at Abrams. And I get some of it. When you... like. Like I said, if you're going to copy another movie script, pretty much, that's lazy. It's not really doing anything. It doesn't move anything forward. But Abrams did bring a lot of stuff. He brought more fans, more recognition. Plus, I mean, as a as a director, he's an excellent director. Yes, he's an excellent director. I don't think he's I don't think he's personally a good storyteller from the script writing of things. Well, maybe his own work. I've seen his old work is good, but I didn't like the way he told the story in Star Trek that much. Because I mainly don't like the writers, the way they do oh, it. Okay. But, but from visually, with what he's added to sci-fi, it's amazing. You know, I'm gonna knock him. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep trashing the guy. Because why not? I mean, it's not hurting him. <laughs> no, it's I mean, not. Because we know what he did. I mean, I don't like what he did with Star Wars. I mean, I actually think he did worse on Star Wars than on Star Trek. In Star Trek. Ooh, that's a but good. To me, he introduced debate. a lot of stuff. But to me, he introduced a lot of stuff for space movies because he's a Star Wars fan. Like, the, you know, when you see the lighting and stuff. But this is all for when we get to Star Trek. Yep. But, I mean, I'm going to knock him, and I'm going to keep trashing him. But it doesn't mean I hate his movies. I think he could yeah. do better. Then. Yeah, because the third yeah, one I, wasn't done by him, right? In, uh, no, the third one. And, and I, actually liked, I actually liked the third one the most out of all of them. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the third one was, to me, was was more towards the Star Trek stories. A lot of people don't like it, but I'm like, a lot of people don't like Star Trek stories. So. Yeah. Oh, I still like all three. I mean, like the third one. I mean, like I like I like all of them. Yeah, I liked all three, but yeah. I just, just in the darkness, 
I don't like Dungeons and Darkness as much. It had a lot of stuff, elements that were awesome, but it's just the way they did Khan and then rewriting the second script in all in there. It's like, uh, yeah, you say you say. You and plus, that. I don't like I don't like their Spock that much. Oh, and I, I like I think, yeah, no, I like Zachary Quinto, and I think he did a good job as Spock. But I don't like him doing all the non-Vulcan crap. Oh, okay. okay I mean, I don't know what they are. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy is Vulcan. Zachary Quinto looks like Spock, talks like Spock, but he has all these human emotions that Spock would never have tolerated. <gasps> you know what? Okay, so. I, okay, on that, right, just from watching the new Star Trek and this one, I think that changes when you watch your planet yeah, blow up, was. though, right? That's yeah. the, well, that's I, the no, cause that, that I get the angry it. part. Oh, I get the angry part. Yeah. That's oh, okay, that's what I'm I guess talking that's about. Having a girlfriend is human and all that. Oh. Maybe he's trying to, like, no, maybe the logical thing is he's trying to um, repopulate Vulcans in one way. But yeah, but, I mean, his Spock should have been the same as, as Nimoy's Spock. Really? I don't think so. No, because see the events of of when them crossing through the hole should never affect his Spock's life at all. Really, you don't think so? Because they had no impact on his life. Only oh. Kirk's, only Kirk's impact, only impacted Kirk's life. Because it changed the change the chain of events in his world. Oh, okay. Because his father died. In the original series, this Kirk that we see on a motion picture, yeah. his dad's still alive. Yes, his father's still alive. But I mean. Spock's the Spock is that Spock is the same as the Spock in the other alternate reality. But the thing is, his mother was dead, right? Eventually, but that's later. That's after he makes Kirk. Up oh, I'm talking about point, you're talking about the yeah, original one. I'm talking yeah, about the JJ. I'm talking about the second. I'm talking about JJ Abrams. Oh, okay. Spock should have been exactly the same up until the point his plants destroyed. He should be exactly the same. Okay. He should have been exactly the same. Why wasn't he? After oh, okay. Oh, from that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you now. Because there's no events that would have tied on him being a vo uh, on his Vulcan life. Okay. And, and I thought it was the change was after his mother died. Okay. No, I got they you. already had him. He's yeah. already changed before his mother died. Oh, okay. So it's still a little different to you. Okay. I got yeah. it. Okay. So my yeah, argument didn't work. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Ah. So, but we can argue it. I mean, we want to save those arguments for that movie. Yes, we will. Because I love this. So, yeah, Star but Trek. I gotta watch all these Star Trek first before oh, we you go gotcha. to JJ. No, and that's the funny thing is, if a lot of people would try to watch these, they would they would actually enjoy Star Trek more. Because I knew another guy I worked with, he liked JJ Abrams and argued with him about it. He's like, okay, I'll go watch some of the original stuff. Okay. He did. He's like, yeah, I can see why you're mad about JJ Abrams. <laughs> that's what I. That's the. I guess that's the third thing I want to see why you're mad about the JJ Abrams stuff. I gotta yeah, I see it. It's not bad. It's just it's different. It's just the second movie, the only one I have a problem with. Because other it feels Star like you like the nostalgia Star, of it. Too. There's other Star Trek fans that's mad all about the whole thing. Oh, I figured it, yeah. Why? Because it's different. I mean, he does lose lose a little bit of the Oh, we're just gonna save Earth in this movie. Second movie, we're just gonna save Earth in this movie. I'm like in the original series, they don't hardly ever go to Earth. No, they don't. Just, right? But but they do it in these movies too. They almost save Earth in every movie now. Oh. Which it gets boring because I'm like, go out to space and do some adventures. So it's kind of like they're space pirates. No, not that space pirates. Space pirates. <laughs> space pirates. They're stopping <laughs> space pirates, I guess, in a way. They were never space pirates, but they're... you'll see some space pirates in the third movie. Oh, okay. So, but they're they're always do good. They're always yeah, there they to do. help. They're always to help. I mean, they're, they're federation. They're federation officers. They're the legends. Yeah, they're the, they're the United Federation of oh, Planets. Oh, one last thing I want to ask you. So, how does that order go? Like. Captain, commander, first officer, you know, what is that? Oh, no, well, command? first officer is a job. Oh, you want to know the ranks? Yes. 
Oh, the ranks is, well, from the offer side is Ensign. It's a Lieutenant General grade, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Commander, Commander, Captain. Sometimes they have a Commodore. Okay. On and off. And then they have Admiral, you know, like Rear Admiral, Fleet Admiral. Oh. On, on. Admiral, and that, that it's, I think they change it constantly. Oh, okay. And I may have forgot a rank. The ranks sometimes change, but basically that's the thing. You see an ensign, that's the lowest guy. But hmm. the other things are jobs. Like a first officer, you got yeah. a captain. A captain doesn't always have to be the rank. Like oh. a commander could be a captain of a ship. But the guy that's second, but he's the cap. You call the captain, the guy's commander of all the ship is the captain. Okay. Regardless of rank. Calls Smaller up. Federation ships will have a lower rank. First officer can be any rank, but he's low. He's the second man in charge of the ship. Oh, okay. So yeah, so they, basically, uh, uh, what was his name? Deckard. Yes. Not, not Deckard. What was his name? Yeah. Is it Deckard the commander, right? That one from yeah. Captain yeah. Commander. He was captain. Basically, he, he could have kept his rank as captain, but he was first officer. Mm, okay. Normally, Spock is the first officer. In the original series, Spock is the science officer and the first officer of. Enterprise. Okay. And Captain Kirk is the captain. Chief engineer is Scotty. Scotty. Your chief uh, hemsman is Sulu. Hemsman is the guy that controls and flies the ship. Basically yes. does the directions. And yeah. And sometimes does weapons on sometimes the older ships. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, how big Most of a ships. deal was it that to have an Asian guy in Star Trek? In the Back 60s. Then, I would say it was a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, like, he was the only one, right? Yeah, oh, he was. He was it. But there was no other Asians on that ship. We're concerned, no, as far as we're concerned, there was a lot of other Asians. There was other Asian people. Oh, okay. But there was nobody in a, a main role. In a main role, yes. Same thing with uh, Uhura. There was no black people. Yes. Was, and if she was a woman like, talking on the phone. Yes. I mean, I'm like, you don't do this. But there was other black people. In the original series, there was a, a, a one of the greatest scientists, computer scientists in the Federation was a black guy. Oh, okay. Of course, he, he kind of turned to a bad guy. But is Chekhov supposed to be Russian? Chekhov is Russian. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. So you got a Russian while we're fighting with the Russians during yes. the Cold War. Wow. So yeah, you got Chekhov is the navigator. Was navigator. originally well, he was originally a navigator. In the motion picture, he's the uh, the uh, weapons off. Uh, I guess the chief of security oh, and okay. tactical. He's a tactical officer. So he was the ship security and the tactical officer. He fired all the weapons. Because in the old the old show, usually uh, then the helmsman what did the weapons. Yeah. But on all the newer Star Trek shows, you have a, a security weapons officer. Okay. Yeah, because that's what Worf is eventually, is a security okay. and the weapons guy. Nice. So, yeah. Yuhura is the communications officer. And, of course, Bones is the chief He's medical the officer. Yeah, chief medical officer. He's the doctor. Yeah. One of the doctors on the ship. And Scotty is the one like um that he is the chief, that, en- chief he is engineer. The chi- he is the chief engineer of the Enterprise. He also invented the the warp. He does a lot. He's really good with the transporters too. Oh, okay. He's the one with the warp. Okay, Scott. Yeah, he does all the warp engines. He's actually that guy that had a lot of idea design changes in the Federation when he did the Enterprise. Oh, the, the refit. This Enterprise. So he's a huge nerd. Oh, he is a very big nerd. <laughs> he is. He is like. The chief admiral of nerds. <laughs> chief admiral of nerds. Yeah. Back of, in the I'm day. Just, just to say in engineers, yes. 
Wow. He was in, he's, he could he could be sitting down there. He could he could build rebuild a Federation warp engine while drinking Scotch whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and as they point out in the old Stevie shows, he's the only red shirt to, to be on the Enterprise and not die. Yes. Wow. Okay. She so that's like uh that's who who is it? Uh Sulu ever leave the ship? Yeah, actually he does. In the original series he does. Oh, he goes okay. down and does missions. I mean, actually, all the characters get to leave the ship. Oh, okay, they did leave the ship. Does he have combat training? Because the J.J. Abrams one does have combat training, right? Yeah, they actually they're they you got but you got to remember it's the '60s, so the fighting's not all that good. Yeah, Captain Kirk actually does for the funny thing he actually does a lot of jump kicks. Yeah, and karate chops. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. Uh-huh. But I'm thinking, huh? That Federation fighting is so advanced and it looks silly, but that's why it takes everybody out. Oh, okay. Of course, Captain Kirk, like I said, his shirt gets Because I remember the Abrams one. He asked uh, Sulu, you have any combat training? He's like, like fencing. Yeah, well, in the original series, they're making fun because uh, Sulu liked to collect weapons. Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah, so he, he could fence. I'm sure he could fight any way you wanted him to. But like he did, he had a fencing deal and there was a scene like that. Oh. And that's probably what they're making fun of. But Sulu actually in the original deal collected weapons. Oh, okay. He kind of like you know, he liked a lot of, and his ancestors are supposed to be Japanese, so. Oh, okay. No, he is Japanese, right? George Takai? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he is. That's pretty so. cool. And now they replace him with, they replace one of us with a Korean. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ensign Kim, which I think actually the guy that plays Ensign Kim is Chinese, so. Wait, Could wait. be wrong. I'm talking about John Cho in the J.J. Oh. Abrams movie. Oh, I'm sorry, but John Cho plays a Japanese guy in that movie. Yes. No, and on the Voyager, there's a Kim. Oh, there is? Yeah, ah, Korean guy. Okay. An actual Korean guy. Korean. <laughs> I don't remember if he's actually Korean in real life or if he's Chinese, but he, he's Korean on the ship. So basically, I need a new Star Trek TV series now. Well, they do have it. It's called Picard. No. <laughs> what do you mean? There's this Discovery. The this captain Discovery, the, that's right. Well, originally, the, I think, I don't remember. I haven't seen Discovery, but I know the captain starts off. Well, it starts off as a bad captain. Then there's a, a Chinese captain. Oh. Chinese lady. Chinese lady so, captain. Okay. Yep. I mean, eventually everybody gets represented. Yes, that's what like, sci-fi's do. That, well, that's what Star Trek does. That's what that's yeah. That's what Star Trek does. That's the thing, big thing. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the thing. There's no discrimination yeah. here in Star Trek. Well, right? well, they try not to. Let's put it that way. Yeah, they try not to. So that's. Really I mean, good. some sometimes you just can't beat the times you're in. No, you know? and I can't believe they did this back in the '60s. You yeah, know? they did this in the '60s, and still, Uhura, Scott. I mean, Uhura and Sulu didn't get. As fair treatment as it should. Yeah, I mean you 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 see them doing more, but actually watch the show, you can see that there's a lot of things they should be doing and they don't get to do it because oh. you her it gets kind of kicked to the side. Oh, yours is a woman several times. It doesn't say that, but you can tell by what she's doing. She's getting oh. kicked around, and Sulu is like, oh, you're a Chinese, a Japanese guy or oh. you're Asian guy, basically. And we'll just have you sit here. Oh, I mean they try to give them more screen time, but. They don't. You could see there's episodes where they should have done more, and you could tell that they're not. Interesting. But it's because of the the times. The times. But I guess you have to take it as if you're in the 60s, you're lucky you got to get this far. Yeah, you got to get this far. You're on TV, right? You know? Yeah. So maybe, maybe uh, next decade. Yeah, maybe. I mean, mean, it's sad to say it that way. It is. But that's the way our world works. You either take what you can get and then try to get some more. Or just sit there and gripe about it, and you'll never get in. And you'll never get in again. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. this guy complains. I mean, somebody—that's the thing. Somebody has to do it. 
Yeah. That's what right. I about said about saying chi. Like, yeah, exactly. if you told me back in 1991 when I was reading comic book they're going to beat this movie, I would never believe you. Shoot, when Iron Man came out in 2008, I would still not believe you. I yeah, still exactly. wouldn't believe you in 2018. And and if like let's say they go they actually they ask that guy to do it. Hey, let's do this. And then they have this stuff. Well, that's that's not right. So you need to change it. I mean, I mean, he's go. I'll take whatever you do. Yeah, let me just do the way character. You do. So because I mean, next movie, people like it. Change it. Get better. So I watched the um who, the guy who plays Shang Chi. Right. He said he he got so excited when Karen Feige called him to play the Shang Chi character. Right. And oh I, yeah. And I told Heather like, if Kevin Feige calls me to play something, <laughs> I would be excited too. Like anything. It doesn't even have to be like a name. Like, hey, Lamb. We're gonna need you to play Donut Number Two. I'm like, yes, I'm in the MCU. <laughs> like, who the hell is Donut Number Two? I don't really care. <laughs> I will be on some kind of MCU Wikipedia yeah, page. That's the thing. Like, what does I go? Hey, we need some Chinese guy sitting in the back drinking coffee. Okay, that's fine. I'll do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Two weeks shoot. I'll ask for two weeks off at work. And the first thing you'd be like, how Chinese do you want me to be? <laughs> <laughs> with the accent without the accent how long have I lived here am I born here yeah. which one is it yeah. tell me yeah. how do you want me to drink the coffee I mean yes how Asian or that how Chinese do you want to be baby yeah you'd be drinking the coffee and it's like oh. is that how y'all drink that's we, everybody drinks on this planet the coffee the same yeah which is <laughs> how Chinese are. so that's kind of, kind of racist we don't say how Chinese you want we wanted you to be how authentic it is now okay yeah, not how Chinese about authenticity yes <laughs> well I had a great hey, time watching hey, this I want to know did we point out your uh, Star Wars shirt oh you know what <laughs> because a lot of people who listen right like uh, on Spotify, oh, yeah. I'm wearing a Star Wars X-Wing yeah, Starfighter shirt on the hey, Star this, Trek podcast. This jerk wore Star Wars <laughs> X-Wing. Actually, the shirt's actually pretty cool. It's awesome. It's, I want yeah. one. Come on. I told my wife today when we were driving out, right, like before, you know, we had to do some errands. And I told her, like, I don't have a Star Trek shirt. And we're talking about Star Trek tonight. You know, the sad and thing is, like, you don't need one. You don't one. have a, don't don't have have a Star, Star Trek, Trek shirt? shirt? You know, think one. about it. Is there even a lot of Star Trek shirts out there? I think there may be more, but not like like what I like. I wish I had a sh- okay because Lamb shirt. If for people can't see, it's yeah. an X wing and it shows yeah. the X wing. It's 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 yeah. kind of like a schematic in a yes. way. Yes. And if I could find an Enterprise shirt with a schematic, kind of like my Batman my Batmobile shirt. Yes. Man, that would be the shirt. Yeah, it's like the, the, the book that we have for the Back to the Future, like the DeLorean. With the I mean, I guess, it, I guess we could go find like the J.J. Abrams shirt that you can just throw on, you know, the black <laughs> shirt underneath. Oh, those look nice, dude. I do. So when I first time I saw the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, I wanted nice. that shirt. Because I like jerseys in a way. Yeah, it likes jerseys. Exactly. So I love jerseys. they got to be comfortable. Yep. Because, you, you know, know the, it's ease oh, of movement. Exactly, because the old suits aren't. I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to try to find that uh, Captain Kirk's jersey and I'm going to buy Can't it. Can't cost that. I know they used. To, I know when the movie came out, they're selling them. I, I oh, thought yes. about getting one. I wish I would have got. One. I know we could get one. The gold one, the blue one, so I could be a science officer. What does McCoy wear? He's he wearing blue, right? Because he's blue, a science. Blue, because he's a, he's a medical. He's a medical. medical and science is blue. Is it? Yeah. Engineering, almost it's of the red. Stuff. Yeah, operations is gold. Okay, operations gold. Okay. Yeah. I gotta get the gold. Fly the ship. Or tell anybody just, what to do. Let me just get all three. <laughs> get all three. Yeah, get all three. I'm gonna collect the whole thing. Might as well. Yeah. You were like, did you buy a costume? Uh, it's not a costume, it's a uniform. Yeah, it's a uniform. <laughs> it's a uniform. Don't ever say that word costume to me again. Now, your Boba Fett suit is a costume. <laughs> it's a Boba Fett suit. <laughs>
<laughs> I gotta get that. Your Han, your Han Solo outfit is a costume. He's a costume. Oh, that's this stuff. is a Federation uniform. Yes. So on and that, it's all within regulation. And on that note, I'm going to end it this one right here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tensai Reviews. If you like what you heard, follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel that's listed in the description. We will see you on the next one.